hey, there's a chance we'll be using our grown-up language in this episode. So if you have little kids around, you might want headphones. You might also want a stiff drink. Hey, I'm not judging. Please parent responsibly. This is Adam. And this is Lisa. And this is Designated Parent. A podcast where we look at children's programming through the lens of adult beverages. Cheers. Cheers. High balls tonight, so. Yes. Uh, Actually, rocks. 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 Rocks classic. Like the thick pieces. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You made us some really frou-frou uh, old fashions. Mm-hmm. There's a muddled lemon, lavender bitters. L- muddled lemon, lavender bitters, and booze. And a little bit of simple syrup. A little bit of simple syrup to kind of even that out. It's good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mostly just Google things. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, but we don't have any of those things. <laughs> and then I'm like, what if I swap out literally everything in this recipe? For something How will that turn similar. out? And sometimes you're like, oh, yeah, this is delicious. And sometimes you're like, ooh, that, that, I, this is not that working. That has turned. This is not working for me. No. But this is good. I'll drink this. I mean, I've never not finished something you've made me. Mm. I wear that as a badge of honor. I've not finished stuff I've made me. Yeah, you give it to me. I'm like, I can't with this. Do you want this? And you're like, I mean, it's booze. <laughs> and I'm like... Ain't picky. You, we can throw it out. It's okay. So, How's your day going? How's your week going? Uh, my week is going all right. We survived it's Thanksgiving. The, yeah, it's the first week of December. So... Uh, oh, gosh. We We're got, here already. We've got a Christmas. Normally, I start Christmasing way earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and this year, due to many extenuating circumstances, I did not. We don't have our tree up yet. Yeah, we don't have our tree up. No Christmas lights. Our yeah, Christmas I, cards I feel aren't very signed. behind. Um, so you know, Christmas is very late this year. <laughs> That's what I'm telling myself. Okay. It's like Easter. Okay. Uh, yeah. Adam is in charge of buying everyone gifts. Mm-hmm. So far, except so for good. himself. And nah, sometimes including himself. Including myself. Uh, I buy some things for Adam sometimes. Mm-hmm. But Adam buys stuff for everybody else. Um, but then I'm in charge of, like, Christmas cards. And um, Adam puts up the tree. You decorate the and tree. And I yell at the kids to decorate I it. I light the tree. Yes. I also do that. I do the he lights outside. The light, lights but, on the tree, lights outside. Like, yeah, we've had a lot of stuff going on. We just haven't had the chance to... It'll be fine. We still have plenty of time. Yeah. But... It'll be fine. I'm a person who normally, like... Gets my stuff done in November because just like shit happens in December, <laughs> it's busy. Um, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah. So we're coming up on the holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, things are things are going good. How about you? I mean, it's fine. It's fine. You know, we've started Advent calendars, which we is have, exciting. We, we have a lot of Advent calendars in this house. Yeah. All of our family, like, gifts is their one of their love languages, mm-hmm. so, like, Advent calendars just push all the right buttons. Right, because they get something every day, they have that, like, anticipation. Yeah, everything's awesome. Uh, a little surprise, a little something fun. So, uh, right now, the kids are all opening Lego Advent calendars. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a jam advent calendar I for your a, mornings. I have a jam advent calendar. This is my jam. This is my jam. Uh, yeah, so today at lunch, um, I was working from home today, and so I, like, baked a, like, you know, take-and-bake baguette, 
and I sliced it up, and I ate it with jam and goat cheese, and it was delicious. This is the most... And tea. This is like the most bougie <laughs> shit you've done literally all week. The most... I mean, I guess it was only is Wednesday. There's yeah. There's time for You'll me get to be there. bougier. I'm sure. Um, and it was delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, my morning advent calendar was dice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got a D4 today. It was really cool and pointy and kind of blue, green-ish. It's yeah. cool. I like it. Uh, nerd. And then this evening, you opened your wine advent calendar. Yeah, I had a wine advent calendar. It's like a glass and a half. Yeah, so yeah, it's like a glass and a half of wine. It's a, it's a good amount. Like Yeah. So it's a good amount of wine. If but. you split it, you wouldn't be totally disappointed. But if you drink it all yourself, you're not totally fucked up. Right. Right. Like there's it's a good amount. Right. But because we're podcasting, I needed another drink. Right. Same. <laughs> I also had a scotch advent calendar. Mm-hmm. But I literally get like an ounce of ounce it's and like, a half. Yeah, it's like a a, a, a very small a, like little a dram. dram of 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 just, scotch. Yeah, drinking campfire. And it was, yeah, it was very buttery and very smoky today. I'm very pleased. It was delicious. I had a sip. I had a sip of your wine as well, which was, was tasty. Good. Like, everything was just, I mean, so, that's to look forward and to. And we're here for the booze advent. I'm here for booze advent. We, we all get through the holidays, however we get through it. I told one of my Catholic co-workers that I have a booze advent. He's like, you may have misunderstood the point of advent. <laughs> I'm like, I know, it's like Christmas Lent, but like... It's like Christmas Lent. And you're like, I mean... But also. But also, I just, I need a drink. And so. On one of um, my, like, ADHD forums, uh, people were like, so I uh, link my medicine with my advent calendar, and I never miss a dose in December. Like, Oh, that's great. The the rest of the year is, like, a shit show. But But December, like, I'm really good about taking my meds. And I was like, this is brilliant. Also, there's nothing stopping you from buying, like, 12 advent calendars. You Just, know, like, like, a piece of chocolate. Yeah, you go, girl. I think I think there should be more, like, 31-day advent calendars. There I think should be. Every month, first off, you should just be able to walk <laughs> into a store and be like, we sell advent calendars. Right. We, we sell a calendar. Yeah. Like, February? Go for it. Whatever. Well, even if it was just, like, absolutely stupid shit. Like, it's just... Okay, over there, those are January and February chocolate calendars. Yeah. Chocolate calendars need to just be a year-round thing. Yeah. And then when January is over, the Marches come in and the Januarys go on clearance. Right. Like, the or when January old. starts. Yeah. March comes in, January goes on clearance. You know, you can pick up 20, you know, 31 pieces of cheap chocolate, real cheap. Right. And then, then you know, there's some bonus ones that are like, you know, 30-day countdowns or 31-day countdowns. You could have like... Birthday countdowns. Yeah. Have, uh, wedding countdowns would be really fun. Yeah, there's like so many this options. Is, I, I we need we need to count down to more things. Everythingadvent.com. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. It would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It'd be really fun for birthdays or like, you know, going on vacation or, you know. Yeah. Disney vacations and th- so you get like This is when you this is when you graduate and, you know, do your Doctoral thesis, like high school let's, graduation. Let's count down to more celebratory like things. Indeed, I think we should. Let's normalize that. Yeah, everyday advent or something. I don't know. Yes, yes, everyday advent. I'm I'm here for it. We should do. 
We should do it. And then, like, you could even have little advent calendars that you can, like, slide your pills in. Mm -hmm. So you open it up, you get a piece of chocolate, and you're, like... I would forget to put pills in. Well, like, you gotta remember, like, one day. Yeah, one day a month. Like, one day a month, like... And then it's, like, automatic. Yeah, maybe on the, like, 25th day of every month, there's a little note in there that says, Hey, go get your new advent calendar and fill it up right now. Right, or if you can make it subscription. Where it's, like... Your subscription uh, pill delivery service combo, like you could, you could check the box of like I want it in advent calendar form, yeah. where I get my pill and chocolate. Be great for birth ad- control. In an ad- yes, like, damn it, this is a brilliant idea. <laughs> Why don't we do this? Because we don't know people that can make it happen. Right, right. I, I mean, I don't also, even know like, where to start. We, on we this. don't have that much initiative. No, uh, but we have we great ideas. I think we should do it, but I also think someone else should do it. Right, right. And so I will give you my money. If you're listening to this and you're an advent calendar slash like pharmaceutical magnate, make this happen. If you're if you're at the intersection of those bubbles, <laughs> please at me on Twitter. I want to know. I really, right, really I'm, fasc- I'm fascinated, I'm fascinated by your life and your choices. I want to know how you got where you are because that seems terrific. So, anyway. But speaking of advent, we did watch a movie. It is Christmas that themed. That is seasonally appropriate. So, uh, this is 8-Bit Christmas. 8-Bit Christmas. And, okay, this movie is trying so hard to be a Christmas story. It is trying very hard to be a Christmas story. So, if you think about the Christmas story, it was a movie in the 80s that was set in the early 50s? Maybe, maybe 60s. Maybe 60s. I, I feel mm-hmm. from the cars it's, that were involved. It's like, it's a very happy days uh was it was it made in the 80s yeah i think so okay um but i I could be wrong on that Mm -hmm. so that's a 30-year drop yeah probably um a 30-year drop from 2021 is in fact the early 90s Mm -hmm. so as nostalgic and rose-colored as that movie is and as weird as all the references we saw in there growing up about like listening to the radio and little orphan annie and BB guns, like that moved forward is right now is, the nineties. Yes, yes. Because we old. It's true. Yeah, this is so. I um, there are people who like growing up were real like Christmas story families, right? Right, and then there were real like uh. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation families. And they were real, like... My family thought we were Christmas Story, but we were really National Lampoon's. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, like, the the people who, like, we watch this every year, this is our thing. Yeah. Uh, my... Oh, okay. I thought you meant, like, just, like, oh, yeah. could have had walk-on parts. Yes. 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 All, yeah, also. Also. Um, you know, and so, like, things hit differently. Like, there are definitely people who are like, I've never seen this movie. And I was like, how have you never seen this movie? It's on, like... TBS for 24 hours a day. But, like, I didn't see Christmas Story till it, I did not watch Christmas Story growing up. I think I first saw it when I was, like, 20. Like, I was a grown-up before I saw that movie. And so I was like, okay. I mean, it's I fine. I mean, it's fine. It's kind of schmaltzy and... Right, I see how it's a Christmas movie. But, like, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, it's... Yeah, this is, um... But, yeah, this is definitely, I mean... It's hitting all those buttons. Hitting all the same buttons. So it starts, though, with uh, MPH, Mm -hmm. Neil Patrick Harris. 
Uh, which my tablet wants to be correct as no, not. Not. But, no, MPH. Uh, I love Neil Patrick Harris so much. What do you think people are going to get brave enough to cast him as a potentially gay character? Ooh, I don't know. I thought we were going to do it, and then he, like, at the end he had a wife, and I was like, meh. Ah, <laughs> we were so close. So close. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't feel like it's a stretch. I mean. I mean, it's not certainly not a stretch for him, personally. Um, but. I love MPH. I love that he was, like, a very conventional child star, and then he disappeared for a long time, and then he shows up in, like, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. You're like, what the hell? <laughs> and, I, and he wasn't, like, really even... Like, that was all word about. Like, he wasn't in the trailers. It was yeah. just like, you got there, and all of a sudden, NPH is a pivotal right. character. Playing himself. But it, not himself. Yeah, like a, a, himself. a very coked out version of himself. Um, NPH wouldn't do that. But, um, yeah, yeah. Like, and then, like, he had a whole thing. Right, and then How I Met Your Mother, and then, like, whatever. Yeah. But Definitely is, is showing up in a lot of lot of places, which yeah. good for him. He's very talented and likable. Yes. And conventionally attractive, which, you know, has worked for him. Again, you know, you work with what you're given. Absolutely. But, like, I, I just, I just understand he probably, like, did the Doogie Hauser thing and was like, I never really figured out who I am or what's going on in me. And then disappeared for a little bit. Well, had like, some revelations. I mean, like... Found someone special. Right. Be, and, like, being gay in the early 90s and... Being gay in like 2020, like it's a much different, it's a much landscape. different thing, yeah. And so, like, MPH, if you're listening, that props, we salute you, we salute you. You've come through this. I I'm sure your therapist knows things that we don't, but like, from my perspective, you seem great, you seem like you're you've got your <laughs> shit together, so good for you, right? But in this, also, movie... your kids are adorable, keep Instagramming that shit, right? We're here for all of your adorable child content. Yes, indeed. That sounded creepy, but like, I mean, no. in a in a not creepy way. Not a creepy way. It's good. It's fine. <laughs> so, MPH. Anyway, MPH. Voiceover. No, uh, no, he's no. talking to his daughter. Talking to his daughter. They're walking on the streets of Chicago. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, not, not Chicago, Batavia. Okay. Wow. Oh, the Chicago girl this across place, from me. This takes place in Batavia. Well, they're in Chicago at the beginning, and they're in, walking in the streets. In the, yeah, in the very beginning, they're in Chicago. And talking, and she's trying to talk him into a phone, and he ends up slipping and falling, and then has a phone call for her. But then they go to the grandma's real quick, mm-hmm. and that's, that is that's in Batavia. Batavia. Batavia, Illinois. There's also a Batavia, Ohio, not too far from here. There, yeah, there, Batavia is apparently a very popular name for a town. I'm very curious. What does it mean? I could have researched that. I did not. I did not um, either. I assume it's probably named after like like a place in Germany. Yeah. Or, you know, Greece. Like or Macedonia or somewhere. I don't know. I'm making shit up. Yeah, there's a village in Ohio and in Illinois and in New York. Yeah. I'm sure there's multiple. But yeah, I don't know. But it takes place in Batavia. They're going to grandma's for Thanksgiving. So Batavia Post-Post. is a British word but it's an ancient district of the netherlands okay so it's the british word for an ancient district of the netherlands i guess so that sounds wild okay so it's a place name yeah it's a place name it's weird that our language just has place names like yeah like we just call this place it's an archaic or literary name for the netherlands oh and it's the former name 
of Jakarta. Jakarta, Indonesia? I guess so. I mean, the used, Netherlands... Used to be named Batavia. Well, I could see that because, you know, there's a lot of colonialism. colonialism. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we're looking at. Um, anyway, so they go to Grandma's, and they're there early. Grandma's not there yet, which mm-hmm. I understand that. Like, sometimes we roll up to right, your I got place. shit to do. Like, well, and you're like, okay, we should get there around five. Mm-hmm. And then you take off early, and you get there at three, because you didn't hit the traffic you are expecting to coming around the lake. Right, and you were like, oh, never mind. We're here super early. We're here super early. And she was like, oh, I'm not even home from work yet. <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. We'll let ourselves in, make ourselves at home. And right. We'll be fine. We'd rather be here early and and start on time than be here late. So. Right, right. Anyway, and his daughter's like, there is nothing to do here. What are we supposed to do at Grandma's house? Which, mm-hmm. again, I understand. Like, that's a real concern at many yeah, Grandma you, houses. Yeah, you, you roll up in Grandma's houses and you're like, she doesn't even have Wi-Fi. Like, what am, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Well, and his daughter doesn't have a phone anyway. So Yes, her the daughter does not have a phone. And she's salty about that. It's a but. big, it's a big uh, point of contention. And he's like, we could pl- go up to my room and play my old Nintendo. Well, at first he was like, we can uh, we can play hockey, we can get out the sticks, and we can hit the puck around. And she's like, yeah, I'm not really into that. And he's like, I thought that was our thing. Like, mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, I'm not, that's not our thing anymore. Like, mm-hmm. you can see that, oh. that thing is dead. <laughs> he's like, oh no, how, how am I going to bond with my daughter if I can't bond with her over hockey? Yep. You know, like he's kind of taken aback. And so, um, then he finally does say, okay, fine, why don't we go up and play my Nintendo? And she's like, you're, did, what? Okay, what? that'll be fine. And he takes her up there and she's like, wait, what's this? What is this? It looks like, it looks like Tupperware. Like, he's like, no, it's a, like, a state-of-the-art gaming system. So from, advanced, they from called 30 it. 30 years ago. <laughs> it's so advanced, they called it the entertainment system. Entertainment system. It wasn't just, like whatever and he, she's like but why does it look like tupperware why is it so big and they're like these are the games she's like they look like fucking dinner plates like everything is so big <laughs> is you want to play so oh wait hold on we gotta blow on it like this we and gotta like, blow on it and he blows on it what, what are you doing he's like why why do you have to blow it he's like i don't know like dust or something i don't know you, i don't know it just you, works you gotta do that it. way you gotta do it you gotta do it that way and so he starts up a game he's like i think it's time i tell you the story of how i got of how i got this nintendo, nintendo. and she's like Oh God! Why? And he's like, but you know, be careful because once you know something, you can't you can't unknow it. Like, are are you really ready? And she's like, I have a feeling you're going to tell me the stupid story, regardless. Like, mm-hmm. whatever. Like, yep, buckle I, up. I'm here. The year was 1987, or maybe 88. Or uh, the year was the late 1980s. Right, and does the math? He's like, so bears were 85. And, <laughs> and he, she's like, Dad, does it really matter what specific year it was? Right. He's like, all right. And he was like, I was 11. And I was like, you could have done the math. You <laughs> could have like, been like, I was born in 1977. So I was 11 1988. in 1988. Figure it out, LBH. But You have a PhD? <laughs> You you went to med school when you were in ninth ninth grade. Ninth grade. Ninth grade. I, I think he graduated ninth grade before med school, but right. he was he was like fourteen. Yeah. Anyway, he's like I used to ride my bikes to Timmy's. Right, and, and I timed it. We're like I can get there in like eight minutes, and like, the, the you, daughter was like, "Were you wearing a helmet?" And he was like, "Of course, we always wore a helmet in the eighties. It was a very safe time." <laughs> and, and, in, you see the kid with, like, the Chicago Bears uh, 
Sock hat. Sock hat. And it, boop, changes to a helmet. <laughs> was the helmet green? Sure. Sure. It was green. And then, like, boop, it changes to a green helmet. Anyway, so he used to go to Timmy's to play Nintendo, and Timmy is... Was his name Timmy? Yeah. Okay. He's psycho. Yes. So, yeah, Timmy was the rich kid who got everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, you know how sometimes you meet people and you're like, I never knew they were well off. Timmy was the fucking opposite. He was uh, rich and he rubbed his uh, money in your face all the time. Because he's an asshole. So all the kids would come and he'd be like, I'm going to choose like 10 people to come and play Nintendo with me. And everyone else has to go home. Yep. So gets to Timmy's house at 8 a.m. Timmy rolls out on the front porch. He's drinking a Coke. He's wearing a fucking bathrobe, like, like it's a Hugh Hefner. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> it is a real look for a 10-year-old. Yeah, he, he's, he knows what he's doing. Um, and so he's got to select 10 kids to come downstairs. Um, you meet the kind of crew. It's mm-hmm. the standard spread. You know, the nerdy kids, the twins, the... Mm-hmm. Um, the kid who's like a pathological liar and is no one's friend, but is always there. Yep, yep. I know that kid. You know those kids. We all mm-hmm. went to school with those kids. Um, and so Timmy picks a few kids, gets them in, lets them in to play Nintendo, but more like he lets them in to watch To watch him, him play Nintendo. Yeah. Um, and as a person who has watched many people play many games, that is not fun. I mean, for it some, is not fun. Are you familiar with the entire concept of Twitch? I am. I am familiar, but it is not that. Fu- and I, but it's I also, not your thing. So it's not my thing. I don't, you also like, don't like football. I also don't. I don't like watching people do things. How do, do you still have a subscription to the lady that paints? I do. I do. And usually, I paint with her. Okay, go. So it's like it's like teaching and learning. And like, ooh, that's a nice like tip and trick. Uh, so like, usually I watch her paint. Where do you come down on Bob Ross? I am am here for Bob Ross. I'm here for Bob Ross, but he's very soothing. Yeah, it's not, I mean, it's not soothing to me to watch someone else play a video game. I guess, I guess. it's not it's not like soothing. So other people, I'm sure, find it soothing or interesting. So he uh, he plays a game that I didn't recognize at all, and I tried to look up. I can't figure it out. It's an NES Zapper game that you actually shot real people. Well, oh. not real people, but like I'm only familiar with Duck Hunt and uh, Barker Bill's Trick Shooting. Yeah, apparently there's a lot more. Those are the only two shooter games we had. Yeah, we had Duck Hunt and we had Barker Bill's Trick Shooting. They're both still in the basement. Are they in our basement? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're down there. Barker Bill's Trick Shooting was lit. It was. Yeah. Like, a little girl came out in a little bunny costume and, like, held out an apple. It was, like, you'd, like, shoot it off of her. And if you shot her, she got real mad. I can imagine. Yeah. But, um, uh, our our MPH character, whose mm-hmm. name is Jake, um, decides he's got to get a Nintendo for Christmas. Right, he just has to. He can't watch Timmy play anymore. Like, he needs one. He's got, like, Operation Get and then... An NES machine for Christmas starts mm. now. Yep. So he he gets ketchup all over his shirt. This is the plan. So his mom, he figures out, can handle any two things at once. Right. But always he, multitasking. Always multitasking. But if you throw a third thing in, you can kind of short-circuit the system. 
And so, and if she was thinking of a fourth, you're done. Like, you can get her... You can get her to say whatever she... Like... Right. So he gets her to clean that. He asks her some stuff about school. Talks to her a little bit. And he's like, by the way, you really want a Nintendo. Can I have a Nintendo for Christmas? And she's like, yeah, sure, honey, whatever. Yeah, sure, whatever. And he's like, mission accomplished. I gotta say, at 11, he should know that that doesn't count. Like, Mm -hmm. he should know that stuff promised when your parents don't remember, like, doesn't count. But this is his, like, plan. That his dad walks in, who is uh, Steven Zahn. Steven Zahn! Who I'm going to call um, Timothy Zahn several times. Timothy Zahn. Did you... <laughs> Do you know who Timothy Zahn is? No. He's the author of the Star Wars uh, Thrawn books. Oh, which you are listening to on audiobook currently. Yeah, currently. So, yes. Okay, uh, I did know that. There's some cross-chatter in my brain. Yes, but no, Steve. Steve Zahn. Uh, Steve Zahn's the dad. Did you look up who the mom was? No. Okay. Because you were like, I recognize that lady. It's because she never fucking stops working. <laughs> okay. She was uh, the gynecologist in New Girl. Uh, that doesn't help me. I mean, she was like, she's in like two episodes of everything. Okay. She was in Scrubs, though. No. I confused her with the girl who was in Scrubs. Okay. Because to me, they look the same. Because like, we only have so many standards of beauty. It's and the so, like, blonde, she... wavy hair with the massive cheeks. Right. Yeah, her. Right. Blonde, wavy hair, cheekbones. Mm-hmm. Like. So not her, but yeah, she's all over the place. Right. But um, dad walks by. He's like, hey, give me a hand with this. He's remodeling the house, but apparently he's a dyslexic Bob Vila, mm-hmm. as he calls him, that just started remodeling the house and has never been able to stop. And I do know people like that. Where like, like it becomes like a project. It becomes a just, lifestyle. Right. Where, like, they just, they always are in the middle of something. Yeah. They're just, like, busy beavers, and they like, they like having a project. Yeah. And they like, you know, improving things. I have to say, I'm not that person. I, I have noticed I that you are not that person, because I'd be like, hey, we've been here for, like, 15 years, can we paint? And you're like, God, no, let's just let it crumble. Yeah. We need a point. <laughs> I have... And I'm like, three but, rooms I need to paint. I'm like, but like, painting's not that hard, and I actually like it. And you're like, no, you can't do it as well as I can do it. So I have to do it, and also I'm never gonna do it. Um, yeah, there's that. <laughs> so I've done it a few times. I've painted most of the rooms in our house. You have because you won't let me paint. Uh, it's because you make a mess. Yeah, it is. It, you make a mess. You don't clean up after yourself, and then I end up doing it anyway. So it's just easier for me to... <laughs> to never do it. To just... Well, okay, that. <laughs> but when it does happen, for me to actually do all the work is easier for me to let you paint and then have to do all the cleanup. Because it's it's bad. It's not that bad. It is. Okay. I love you, but you're not good at the cleanup. It's okay. It's where you fall down. Yeah. It's, okay. it's your fault. It's your one flaw. <laughs> it's my one flaw. I'm not good at cleaning up. You're not. Um. Anyway. Um... But he's helping his dad with um, whatever he's doing, like mm-hmm. routing or something. And he's tells his dad, you know, hey, I think I'd like to get into this stuff with you. It'd be a lot of fun. So maybe, like, you should get me something that can prove my hand strength. And he's like, oh, really? What's that? He's like, it's called a Nintendo. Like, they're a lot of fun. But also, like, hand-eye coordination and thumb strength and, like, be a really good idea. Right. I think it'll really, like, round out my, like... 
whatever workshop abilities yeah. <laughs> this video game and i think the dad like doesn't really know what it is he, he like, thinks it's like like a bodybuilder like hand squeezy machine like, and he's like sure whatever sounds sure, great sounds great also has probably no idea of what they cost yes yes or how hard they are to get yeah uh they weren't actually ever really super hard to get mm-hmm. until like later yeah okay like the nes was there were a lot of them they weren't ever really like there was never a run on them okay so because they were really expensive is the Mm -hmm. kind of other part of this for 1980s dollars like inflation adjusted oh yeah oh yeah they They were were, they were not cheap they were not um so he's like yeah sure no problem so then we cut to dinner and hey there's a sister there is a sister what's her name i have no idea okay and so they talk about what they did that day, and um, the sister rats out that uh, Jake went to Timmy's, and he's like, what? You were playing inside? Then you like, zero degrees outside, which sounds like a very Chicago thing. <laughs> Can you deny it? No. Um, so, like, it's cold, but it's cold, like, nine months of the year, so if you're going to be like, oh, we're not going to go outside when it's cold, like, fuck you. You'll never go outside. Like, May through September, maybe you can yeah. be out. Maybe, but it gets real cold in May. <laughs> and September, sometimes. And September, yeah. Those those are your bubble months. See, that's the thing. Like here, September is like beautiful. It's hot. Like my kids. Like, why, why is the pool closed? This is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, at dinner, also, mom brings up like bad things happening at video game about around video games, mm-hmm. and like there's some of that panic that was there. About how video games, like, make your brain melt out your nose and stuff. Okay. So, there is an essay that uh, Laura Ingalls Wilder wrote about how technology is ruining everyone. And it is, like, the it's the best essay, and it's evergreen. And she was writing it about fucking radios. Right. <laughs> And, like, word for word, every 30 years, every generation is worried about how this technology is killing the other generation. Socrates wrote about the evil of books. If you start writing shit down, you don't have to memorize anything. Right, you don't have to use your brain. Yeah. Like, who who knows? Where's this gonna lead? And that, like, that's really, that's some ableist bullshit, Socrates. Fuck you. Well, also, I mean... Writing shit down is how we actually improve civilization noticeably over the millennia. Yeah. yeah also, like you, you terrible idea, Socrates. Why? Yeah. Why? Why? Stop. No, you're, you're not everything. Stop corrupting you. the youth. Like you, you deserve. They, they may, they maybe, maybe had a point. Yeah, maybe. No. <laughs> Hashtag Socrates <laughs> did everything wrong. All right, um, but Dad is like, you should be outside playing. Yeah. Like, there's like cross conversations go. He's like. It's like, but the Olsons, like, were playing outside and got frostbite and almost lost their little toe. And the dad just leads over and goes, the Olsons are weak stock. (laughs) That is brutal. But I love it. They're weak. They're weak stock. All right. But the end result is that mom's like, yeah, you're not getting a Nintendo. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't care what I said. I don't care what you convince your dad of. And dad is like, instantly like, yeah, I never said, I never heard the word Nintendo in my life. Also, whatever your mother said. Whatever your mom says. Uh, so they yeah, go. She, she's like, I don't, I don't think we should have one ever. Yep. And so uh, they're back at school, um, uh-huh. playing King of the Hill on a snow mound. Yeah, King of the Hill on a snow. Did you ever play King of the Hill on a snow mound? Of course. Why? Because it was Why a hill. Why was this fun? Uh, cause hill. Cause it's 
snow. Snow hill? Right. So, like, a big dude would just be on the hill pushing all the little dudes down. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, was never... This was a game that was played, uh, King of Mountain, uh, by people I knew. But I was never motivated to participate in this game. I was like, no thanks. (laughs) We also meet Jagorski, who is a full-on, like, adult, who Mm -hmm. is in elementary or possibly middle school with these kids. Yeah, so... Kids grow at very different rates. This is true. Uh, currently, we have some uh, very low end of the growth curve children. Right. So our view of what a 10-year-old looks like is very skewed. My, my favorite thing right now is we have some some friends in our circle who have a child that's one year older than our oldest. This child is six foot six <laughs> and 250 pounds. And our child is four foot four and 80 pounds yes. and you're just like are these the same fucking species right and like it, that's a year different right and in adulthood there is not that much of a gap no um even even between you know like once you're like full grown there's not that much of a gap in full grown adults but children are very weird it's wild y'all. yeah and so some kids because i'm not expecting that kid to keep going at that rate right he's probably done <laughs> yeah he's probably done he'll probably not pick up an inch now till his death right but right. our son hopefully hopefully he has much growth ahead of him hopefully let's 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 say a little prayer right so it's possible he didn't skip any grade he didn't like get held back any grades but if he's a big kid and he got held back one grade like yeah sure it's huge uh, but this is where they find out about the existence of a thing called the Power Glove. Power? Don't they go over to Timmy's house to find out about the well, Power Glove? Well, they find out about it, and they find out that Timmy's going to let ten people in to play. Mm-hmm, with the Power Glove. With the Power Glove. Tomorrow. And so, 8 a.m., they show up with gifts and bribes to get in. And they're all chanting, Power Glove! Power Glove! He lets them in. Um, well, Timmy comes out, well, Timmy's sister comes out and puts the radio down and plays... I need a hero. Because <laughs> he needed entrance music. I gotta say, the soundtrack in this movie is solid. Mm-hmm. It's solid. You got some Black Sabbath. You good. like you got some Bonnie Tyler. Like, it's yeah. it's good. So the most of the crowd's bribing their way in the front door, uh, and all Jake has is a summer sausage. Yes, it's gourmet. It's gourmet, and gets denied, but manages to, like, follow the dog around the corner, distracted with the summer sausage, and come in through the pet door, and get down to the basement. So, like, he gets in. And he doesn't notice, he's like, hey, he doesn't notice, hey, I didn't let you in, or, like, hey, there's 12 people here instead of 10. I don't know. It's just, like, he- Timmy's really up his own ass. He's drunk on power. He is. Um, So they get down to the basement, and Timmy plays the- the boombox again, but instead it's like um, Timmy's dream tape, mm-hmm. which confesses his like obsession possibly with uh, Tammy, one of the twins. And then he stops it real quick, and then he plays some fun music. And um, Tammy, like, ever pretend you didn't hear that? Yeah. And so Tammy has the controller, and Timmy has the power glove, and they play a game called Silent Fist, which, for the record, never existed. Okay. It's a fake game. Yeah. But it's a very, like, Mortal Kombat fighter game. Oh, yeah. It definitely has a lot of the Mortal Kombat tropes, which would have been way, like, that's way later. Yeah. Like, that's SNES era. Yeah. Mortal Kombat's, like, 1994. Yeah, way later. Um, And Timmy can't win. 
And he at first kind of blames some stuff and gets mad. Because the power glove sucks. Yeah. Which is... That's canonical. That's true. Historically true. The power glove did suck. It was like a great idea, but it didn't work. No. My favorite part of The Wiz. Have you ever seen The Wiz? No. It's Fred Savage. Okay. And it was an advertisement for the Power Glove and Super Mario Brothers 3 that actually was a theatrical released movie. I'll let you process that all you need to. It's it was the 80s were wild, y'all. <laughs> and uh even he like all the scenes of him playing Super Mario Brothers 3 on the Power Glove. Mhm. We're just, like, completely fake. Right. Like, you could tell that's not what was happening. Mm-hmm. And, and everyone was like, this was amazing! This will be amazing! It had its and own And then it wasn't movie. amazing. It was terrible. So he freaks out, has a complete fucking meltdown. Yes. Loses his goddamn mind. And ends up doing a flying kick on the TV, which breaks the screen. And, and flips and, the TV down. Yeah. Like, it pulls it over. Onto, um... Onto the tiny dog. So, content warning. In this movie, a bad thing happens to a dog. The dog will be more or less fine. The dog will be okay. But, like... He doesn't die, but... I I feel like this should have came with a content warning. I mean, it did. Actually, that was... Really? A bad thing happens to a dog? Bad, yeah. I think that was in in the, like, IMDb synopsis. (laughs) Well, I mean, like, is there the, like, does the dog dog die? (laughs) Like, no, but he gets some boo-boos. Right. Um, by the way, the daughter's like, I thought you guys said, I thought you just said the 80s were super safe. And he's like, uh, it was a complicated decade. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Back to the story. Um, and the kids obviously just run away. Right. We did what was, like, the responsible thing, and mm-hmm. we just ran the fuck away. So, next morning, it's the snow report. There's a lot of... Things. Oh, yes. And in like a hundred years, Batavia school districts have never closed. It's also worth noting his mom is a teacher. His mom is a teacher. And so she's like, don't get your hopes up, guys. It's really great to, um, to you know, school's important. We need to make sure we're there. It's really good to be at school. And the guy goes from like Addison to like um, Chicago City. Mm-hmm. Skips Batavia, Batavia entirely. Because, you know. Right. That's how that always worked. You you 80s kids know what we were talking about. Right, where you had to listen to the radio if your school was going to close. Yeah, what kind of Stone Age bullshit oh, wait, was like, that? Or like you watch the crawl at the bottom of the TV. Yeah. Oh. Like, wild. And if you missed it in alphabetical order, you were you were going to wait you five minutes. You just had to wait. You just had to you wait just for had it to come wait. back around Like again. if you turn it on and it's Elmhurst and you're like, well, fuck. Like I was looking for Batavia. Yep, you're gonna have a while, but if it's like Addison, do not look away. Yeah, that that's wild. Addison being the only town in Chicago I know that starts with an A. Ad- Aurora. Addison, the town that rhymes with fun. It doesn't. <laughs> it does not. Anyway, uh, but as soon as they skip that, the mom's like, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Like, right, and she like, like throws something across the kitchen. <laughs> And, and she's like, I told you guys not to get excited. Like, not not to get your hopes up. Now get your boots on and go out to work. Mm-hmm. Go and, to school. Yeah, school is cool. Um, the problem is, though, MPH has Jake has girl boots. He has girl boots. His mom bought him girl boots. Because she had a coupon. She had a coupon. They're Esprit. Mm-hmm. And his sister was like, you know, Esprit is uh, French for cool. Really? No. Works <laughs> with girl boots. Get on the... Right. But she hates, he hates them. Um, they were a death sentence. 
Yeah, so he has to, like, sneak out of the house, change his boots back into tennis shoes, and go to school. Mm-hmm. Um, where they're learning about the Dewey Decimal System. Right, and but, the teacher is like, you're going to be really happy that you know this. It's a life as a skill. Grown up. It's a life skill you have like to know. Cursive. Like cursive. Very important. And I'm like, that was somebody winking at a camera. Like, I mean, also, who in this room got super into fountain pens and calligraphy <laughs> during the pandemic? You see that bookshelf that's over there? <laughs> I do. That's uh, that's organized by Dewey Decimal but System. It's organized by Except Dewey for Decimal the fiction, System. which is off alphabetical by author last name. Okay. As it should be. As it should be. What's the Dewey Decimal in fiction? Does it break out like drama, comedy, romance? It's it's because really that would be useful. But so, like, but okay. So the problem, the problem I have with the Dewey Decimal System for fiction mm-hmm. is that. You can have genres and topics and ideas and, like, time periods. But usually there's so much in one book. Like, yeah. Like, how do, how do you categorize where you're, like, it's a romance, but it's, like, a paranormal romance. With time travel. With time travel and a mystery. And, like, yeah. you know, a sprinkling of, like, Marxism. Yeah. Okay, that was a weird curveball at the end, but okay. <laughs> There are so many books. Yeah. But yeah, like, how do you do that? But anyway. Yeah, like, what's the main theme? Or like a drama, comedy, romance. So the top four shelves are all nonfiction, because that's Mm -hmm. how I roll. Uh, And then the bottom two shelves are fiction. And the bottom two shelves are just alphabetical by author's last name. I feel feel like that works. Yeah. Because that's just how it has to be, I think. At this point. Right. And then it'll keep a series together if they're written off right. by the same person. Well, and that's the other thing. Um, there's the other sub question is, do you organize the books by series or by alphabetical by title? And I Series. Te- yes to both. So you organize it by the series name. And then the series number. And then the books within that series. So yes. like George R. R. Martin's... Um, a song of ice and fire or whatever yeah, it is. song of ice and fire good job you didn't just call it game of thrones which is the first book in the series right like alphabetize it or organize it that way or you can do it chronologically because they tend to kind of write and but i don't know again timothy zahn has some things to say here <laughs> that's steven he wouldn't but anyway that to say adam actually does use these skills yes <laughs> So fuck you, writers of this movie. Fuck you, writers of this movie. Adam uses these skills all the time. <laughs> all right, uh, but they're all just talking about the dog, who's probably who's probably dead. Dead, and yeah, they're trying to figure it out. But they go to recess, and that's when the recess rumors start that there's a reselling contest for the um, non-trademark infringing, like infringing Boy Scouts. Right. I think they're the like. What are they called? Pack Scouts or something. Something. The, like, Regency Scouts or the... Yeah. I don't know. Some some scout troop, and they're selling wreaths. Yeah. Well, and Farmer's got the news, who's the compulsive liar. Right. And they're like, whatever, Farmer. Like, you Body also... proof. Yeah. You also said you were, like, uh, friends with Tom Cruise, and he needed you to, like, you know... Do his uh, stunts. Do his stunts. And, all, and also, maybe you had diarrhea. Like, <laughs> those two are not mutually exclusive. But anyway, uh, but he does end up with a flyer that says the prize is a Nintendo. So, like, let's do this. Right. And everyone gets real fired up. Mm-hmm. 
Also, the teacher in this, like, she is obviously fighting a severe cold. Mm-hmm. Like, in the Rona times, would be not allowed in the building. Right. Without a negative test. Right, right, right. But she's just, she's got a Kleenex shoved in her sleeve. She's just doing her best. I mean, it's because we don't have good health care or good paid sick leave. Fucking patriarchy. It's true. We treated teachers a lot better when they were, like, mostly men. We did. Huh. We did. Funny how so many things so, like that work out. So weird. So weird. Yeah. Or, like, or or also uh, things that transitioned from, like, w- mostly women to mostly men. Programmers. Yes. Like. Computer Na- programming. NASA computer scientists. Yeah. When it was women, they're like, this job fucking sucks. It's stupid. Yeah. When it was the <laughs> typing pool, like, oh, let's look down on them. And then when those were the ladies that could, like, run circles around the, the men when it came to using computers, it was like, ah, that's not cool. And then we made it a men's job. Yep. It's I mean, amazing. A men's job that I have, but, you know. Yes. It's And then we paid it well. Yeah how it works how it works fucking patriarchy anyway anyway um but he meets up with connor who's the weirdest kid because yeah connor is a he's weird hiding kid. behind the dumpster because he has to get sent out with his his girl boots mm-hmm. and so he meets connor hiding there right uh, connor's like i just hang out at the dumpster because like i'm checking out of the rat race like fuck everything like i'm not i'm not here to be popular i'm weird i'm not like, here to make friends i'm not here to make friends <laughs> i'm just here to like hang out under the dumpster and like watch the squirrels or like whatever i don't know whatever i do yeah and he's like well i can't go out because i'm in my girl boots um and because he he had to be in his girl boots because it's no boots no recess did you have that rule no oh we definitely had that rule we just, I mean, if it's no appreciable amounts, we just had indoor recess. No. <laughs> you just had to have boots. <laughs> so what, the kids that didn't have boots, they just like sit in the cafeteria and like stare at the walls? Yeah. Yeah. They had indoor recess, but they had like indoor recess by themselves. Like, it, it was basically sucked. study hall. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, it really sucked. And so like you had to bring your boots and then you had to take your jewel bags and put them on over your, uh... Over your feet because your boots all had holes in them. <laughs> and, then you put, and then you put your boots on. It was a whole process. I feel like this this show, this show movie is really your movie. <laughs> like it, it's very much in my wheelhouse. Yeah. Um, but uh, this is when Farmer comes out running with a paper and is like, hey, here's the paper. I can prove it. Like, right. Here's it's the thing. for real. And this is when they all go fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. And so... Ranger Scouts. Ranger Scouts go wandering called. out into the world. Um, and he tries to make his first sale, which goes terribly bad. Right. And he's like, oh, it turns out I'm bad at this. And Farmer's like, oh, too bad. Like, I'm great at this. I'm great at spinning bullshit and talking to people. Like... Yeah. And they're like, oh, Miss Martin, like, is your mom home? I need to speak to the adult. And she's like, ha, ha, ha. I'm the adult. And he, you know, like... Oh, that's impossible. Well, that's impossible. You don't look a day over 45. Um, yeah. And so they're selling these reads, but, like, everybody is out. Everybody's on the same street, apparently. Right. I mean, there's only so many streets. They all live in the same neighborhood. They all go to the same school. So, like, there's only so yep. many streets. Also, Jake gets talked into shoveling this lady's, door, like, car out to sell her mm-hmm. a read, which probably took him, like, two hours, which means those were two hours he was not selling fucking reads. Right, right. That so, is not a great ROI. No. But uh, when he gets home, Farmer's there selling a wreath to Jake's mom. To his mom! Which I feel is, like, 
way dirty. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I bought it from Farmer. And he seems like a nice boy. He's like, Mom, I'm selling roots. She's like, I didn't even know you were, like, into the Ranger Scouts. You wanted to quit, like, last week. Truth. (laughs) And so they're sitting down to dinner, and the sister tries to out that the prize for winning the most reads is Nintendo. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jake's like, Night in Chicago. Night in Chicago is the prize. All expense. Which right, pay a trip really... to a hotel. Like, that seems like a really weird prize for an 11-year-old. My kids would fucking love that prize. <laughs> They'd be like, does it have a pool? Fuck if it yes. has a pool, yeah. <laughs> like, honestly, if you're in charge of getting prizes mm-hmm. for whatever... Hotel with a pool. Get, like, a two-night stay in a hotel with a pool. Like... For you and your family. For just, I mean, just two beds. Yeah. Like, take one adult with you. Mm-hmm. Hang out at the pool. Hang out at the pool for a day. Kids would kill themselves for this. <laughs> but they were like, this seems like a real weird prize for an 11-year-old. And you're like, yeah, weird. I don't know. I mean, you know, you know those pack scouts out of touch with reality. Yeah. But uh, also Steve Zahn is like slamming the refrigerator and looking around for his sausage. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I want to have that sausage. And his wife's like, well, we're having salad tonight. And he's like, yeah, I know. That's, That's why, why I wanted, wanted my sausage. sausage. But yeah, obviously Jake's like not making any eye contact. Right. Like like, like real interested in the crown molding. And then, uh, well, mom starts up prayer to diffuse the whole situation. And then, they go. by the way, they have a dog. They do have a dog. His name's Elwood. Mm-hmm. He poops a lot. Yeah. Elwood, uh, of course, two references there. One is... Uh, the Blues Brothers. And the other is... I don't know. It's a town in Ch- up by Chicago. I mean, I guess town. it kind of is. Yeah. It's kind of up in that area. Sure. Jake and Elwood Blues. Yeah. I only know the Blues Brothers reference. Yeah. So, of course. But um, Dad's like, all right, you go pick up the dog's poop. He poops more than anything else. He's like, right. and when you're done with that, you need to varnish these... These hockey sticks. Right. And he was like, don't worry about the poop behind the shed. Yeah. Just worry about this front part. Yeah, just up here in the front. And he's like, and then when you're done, can you uh, varnish these hockey sticks? And he's like, and come he's on, like, Dad. I don't want to. And he's like, do you think I want to pay taxes? <laughs> and talk with our neighbors? And talk with our neighbors? I don't. <laughs> don't, but I do, because I don't know where I'm going with this. But, like, do your damn thing. Right. We all have things we don't want to do. All right. So he gets up to his room and his sister's there. He's like, we need to... T-. She, like, spins around and, like, does, like, super villain kind of mm. move. He's like, we need to talk. Like in an egg chair. <laughs> She's like, we need to talk. I need your help. I want a Cabbage Patch Kid. Red hair with freckles. That's all I want for Christmas. You need to get this for me. If you can get this for me... I will help you... Get your Nintendo. Get your Nintendo. And so he's like, okay, fine. So, all right. Go to the old folks' home. Well, she's like, what's... He's like, I don't... I don't think you can help me. And he's like... She's like, here's the deal. You sold two wreaths to Miss Wilson, like, because she's old. And old people like buying shit from kids. So you have to find a place where there's a bunch of old people... With front doors. With front doors in a, like, concentrated area. You need to go to the Shady Pines old folks home. They all have doors. Like They're all old as fuck. They're all old as fuck. And they'll buy your shit. Like, also, it's not outside. You can do it all And inside. it's not outside. You can do it all inside without your boots. Without your girl boots. Like, this is the perfect solution for you. But if you don't want to help me, I'm not going to help you get there. And he's like, okay, fine. I'll help you. Thanks. Let's do it. And he's like, that's fucking brilliant. 
And she's like, damn right, it's brilliant. Yeah, because she's, you know, she's a genius. Right. She really is. So she he goes there, and he's like, I didn't know what I was signing up for. So he has to, like, talk to all these old people who are just, like, rambling. and Right, and like, and in the 20s, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, one guy is, like, he's got to feed him yogurt. Right, taking it out of his teeth. To eat the yogurt. He's like, oh. One guy is unconscious, and he's getting signed up, and Jake looks over, he's like, it's what he would have wanted. And then he, like, snores. He's like, oh, whew. Like, oh, you saw that guy. He thought he was dead. I thought that guy was dead. Anyway. Uh, but he sells 47 wreaths, which is fantastic. Right. 47 wreaths in, like, one day. Mm-hmm. So. It's on the map. So then they're in the car. Yes. They're going to the mall. Right. It's their annual trip to the mall to buy Christmas presents. Which their dad hates. Right. Because, of course, he would. What, one, he hates people. Yes. Two, he hates spending money. Yes. Like, he hates everything about this trip. Right. Everything is terrible. Uh, the drivers are terrible. They're all from Wisconsin. Right. It's Wisconsin plates. Of course. Of course. Um, and he's got a Steely Dan tape playing. They're like, hey, can we listen to Carol? She's like, no, Steely Dan. Steely Dan's great. It's music for all seasons. <laughs> Fuck off. Music for all seasons. <laughs> they should put that on their marketing materials. Right. Steely Dan, music for all seasons. I don't think they're still marketing Steely Dan. I mean, Steely Dan is still great. Like... They holds up. It's still, it's still good music. Yeah. But, yes, not... Christmas music. So they get to the mall. Mom's like, no breaks. Keep walking. We've got, we're on a mission. And dad's like, right. is there a bar at the food court? Right. We got, we to, got a call. You know, we got, we have like Nana and Papa and Grandma and Grandpa and like all these like aunts and uncles and cousins. We have a bunch of people to shop for. We have a list. We got to do this. All right. And sister's like, I want to go see the Cabbage Patch and like runs off to the toy store. Um, and mom's like, they're very expensive and very hard to find. And when they get there. They're all bought out. They're all bought out. Which is, that was the 80s. Right. And the um, the janitor was like, clean it up. And it's like, they all sold out in like two minutes. Although that was like 80, like two. Yeah, it was much earlier in the 83. 80s. It was, by the time we got to, by the time we rolled up in 88, you could buy a Cabbage Patch doll. Not too bad, yeah. It wasn't a big deal. So I will also point out, this is, I mean, it's as historically accurate as is, say, the Christmas story. Right. Like, right. None of this actually all happened. All in the same year. All in the same year. You 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 have your flashbulb memories that you then combine into like one mega Christmas. Right. I did have a fake Cabbage Patch doll because my parents couldn't get a real Cabbage Patch doll. My grandmother made me, my dad's mom, yeah. made me a Cabbage Patch doll. It's where I had the hag have a patch head. Yeah, you could buy the heads. Right. Yeah, mine was like mm-hmm. that where it was like a homemade... Or somebody else made it. Yeah. And it was the Cabbage Patch head, and then just, like, a stuffed doll body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally had one of those, too. So, you know, didn't have the signature on the butt. That's the way you knew. Yeah, that's how you knew. That's how you knew. I did actually have a Cincinnati Reds Cabbage Patch. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it was, uh, he had, like, a little stand and a baseball bat, and it was... Cute! Yeah, it was. It was. It was, you know. Yeah, fine. It was on my shelf, you know, which is fine. Right. I had a... I had a a fake cabbage patch. I don't remember what I named it, but it was like truly the oldest lady name. Like it was yeah. like Meredith. <laughs> I had a friend named Meredith in the eighties. She's fine. Anyway, um, but the parents are like, "All right, here's the deal. We got to do some shopping, probably for them. Mm-hmm. So you watch your sister in the toy store, look around, hang we'll, out. We'll be back in like half an hour, twenty minutes, whatever, yeah. however long it was. 
And so Jake, watch your sister, which he promptly does for about four seconds. Yeah, a minute. And yeah. then there's a Nintendo display. And he gets utterly sucked into playing. Where you could play. You could play the games in the toy store. That's still a thing. Yes. Yeah. It is? I haven't yeah. been in a Best Buy in a minute. Oh, yeah. But you can still play? Yeah, yeah. They have, like, little demo systems set up still. Mm-hmm. And so he plays Rampage, has a game of his life. People are cheering for him all through the mall, like, even adults. Right, right. And then his parents get back, and... In the in the victory, like... Celebration. Celebration, he takes out his retainer. He, like, spits it out on the floor in, like... I don't know. Triumph? In triumph. It's very strange. That is a weird moment. Uh, but then his parents come up and are like, where the fuck is your sister? And he's like, what's sister? And he's like, what? And like all the, all the like lights go away because he, it was all like, um. Like arena lighting. Like, <laughs> yeah. It, it was like arena lighting where like the whole, the whole world faded away and it was just him and Nintendo. <laughs> but now it's all back and you're just in a crappy And he was like, basement. uh, what sister? And they're like. If you fucking lost your sister, like, we're going to murder you. And then we'll be empty nesters and we're going to move to Costa Rica. Like. A solid plan, actually. <laughs> but then they, um, so they, they're running around and we meet up with the sisters who's outside talking to a Santa. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so how do you get into houses that don't have chimneys? Back door. What if they don't have a back door? Like an apartment front door. Like a front door. What if they're locked? I do what I got to do. You know how to pick locks? Yeah, that's me. Like, you tell this guy, he's just like... Like, whatever, man. I'm off duty. Like, yeah. Fuck. It's not, it's not my job. And then they find... The family runs into her and it's like, oh, God, we found her. Great. Cool. It's like, oh, I mean, it's your sister. It's not like losing your retainer. Gulp. And, and he uh, was like, oh, shit. I did lose my retainer when I spit it out in, in triumph. like, triumph. The dad's like, open your mouth. And he just runs away. He runs away. And so now there's a pursuit through it. And... It's, like, all through the mall, they're chasing each other, and finally he spots it on the floor far away from where he lost it. Right, getting pushed by the push mop. It's, like, all covered in all it's kinds of schmucks. disgusting. And so he, like, ends up sliding across the floor, pushing things away, picks it up, puts it in his mouth, and the rat spin it before his dad catches up with him, and he smiles, and he's got the retainer line across his teeth, and so it's like, good. And he's, like, about to throw up in his mouth. Yeah, so gross. Yeah. So but gross. as opposed to a note, he did sell 22 more wreaths to the old people by the piano. Yes. Which I am intrigued by that because uh, I, they come with some sort of promise of delivery. Right. You got to like find those. those they have to write their address down. I guess. And then your dad has to drive you like all over fucking. I spent like, two hours driving last Chicago Saturday, like, two Saturdays ago. Dropping so, off yeah. all of these wreaths. I guess so. All yeah. right. Maybe he just took them on the subway. I don't know. Like go, go ride the L. Sure. So, next scene, they're waiting in a car with mm-hmm. just the kid and the dad. It's night. They're listening to a hockey game. So, it's after 4.30. Yeah, after, yeah, let's call it 4. Yeah. Um, And they're listening to a hockey game on the radio, and somebody scores, and it's right. brand-worthy. The, the dad I, loses his mind. I'm not an expert in 1980s Chicago hockey. hockey. Yeah, me neither. So, I'm not even an expert in, like, 2000s. <laughs> in hockey period no. i enjoy a good hockey game there's yeah, a couple they're, they're, I used to watch minor league hockey they're easy to follow which i appreciate there's like very simple rules where you're like they're trying to get the puck into there and those people are trying to get the puck into there and you're like oh, okay i understand what's going on whereas like other games are a lot more strategic and you're like what the fuck are they doing 
So hockey's easy to follow. Yeah. Until they like icing and you're like, what the hell is icing? It's like, well, it costs two lines of the same color without being touched by somebody. You're like, oh, that's actually not that hard to follow either. Right. It's, it's fine. So, uh, but they're under a bridge and they're going to go talk to a guy who's selling cabbage, cabbage patch, patch dolls out of his trunk. Out of his trunk. All right. So he's like, this seems real shady. He's like, he's like, yeah, but you can't get a cabbage patch doll anywhere in like the toy stores. And he's like, so you like, uh, he's a little salty that his sister's getting everything she wants. Right. And he's like, that's willing to go through was, all these loops. Was I very annoyed that dad would like go to this stupid extreme to get my sister what she wanted? Absolutely. <laughs> but like his dad's like, listen, do you, do you want to deal with her if she doesn't get what she wants? And he's like, no. Yeah. Well, me neither. Well, I don't. I don't negotiate with terrorists. He's like, so you just give so them what they want? you just give them what they want? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So the guy selling dolls out of the trunk, it's a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. It's David Cross. It's David Cross. Um, and Jake's like, she wants a redhead with freckles. Well, I got freckles over there and I got red, I don't have redheads. Right. I got, a, I got freckles and she's blonde or I have this like redheaded boy. Like. These, these are the, these, these are the breaks. These are the, these are the breaks. And dad talks him down to $70. And they, he, dad feels really good. Like mm-hmm. seventy dollars in like nineteen eighty eight money. So much money. That's like ridiculous. Yeah, it's like three hundred dollars. Yeah, that's like PlayStation money. Right, it is PlayStation money. Yeah. So then we're at the scouts meeting, mm-hmm. and it's the wreath awards. Wreath awards. Yes. So, um. And the box for the, like, they have them all, all the first, second, third places are under tarps. Mm-hmm. Like, like sheets. Yep. So third place is Farmer, and he gets a subscription to Boy's Life. A subscription to Boy's Life. Yeah, which is like $12 a year, like, in it, 2020. It's very lame. I mean, it's, it's a fine it's children's. It's a fine magazine. It's a fine children's magazine. But it is not. Now called Scout Life. No, yeah, now it's called Scout Life because they're, like, there are girls and there's boys. Yeah. Scouts. So, you know, it's fine. Um, and then uh, second place is Teddy, mm-hmm. who his sister Tammy had helped win. Right. And even the twins together weren't enough for first place. They got second place and they got a globe. That lights up. That Oh, does it light up? It's got a cord on it. Yeah, a globe and it shows like all the countries of the world all at once. Isn't that great? They're like, oh. Teddy literally walks to the back and drops it in the trash. Throws it in the trash. Like. And then... First place prize is Jake, who loses his goddamn mind. And he's like, oh my god, it's me. Like, it looks like he's winning an Oscar. He's like high-fiving people. He's like thanking God. (laughs) It's great. And they take the tarp off, and instead of a Nintendo, it's a set of world book encyclopedias. It's a world book encyclopedia. To which he's like, it was like winning more school. It was like winning more school. And he's like, why? Why would they do this? Why would they promise us toys? And then give us encyclopedias. So what had happened? What had happened? Is Timmy's dad had gone on to blame video games for his child's terrible behavior. Right. Timmy's dad. Did you recognize him? I did, but who is it? I don't know. I think he was also the evil dad in the um, Detective Pikachu movie. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think you're right. He was, he's, yeah. All he is is like evil dad in, uh... Sure. Yeah. It's a calling. Um, and so he has this big meeting with everybody to show how video games are responsible for, like, horrible behavior and his kid being a little shithead. Right. Which turns out, no, your kid's just a little shithead. That's on you. Mm-hmm. But um, they decide instead of giving away the Nintendo, they're going to give away 
encyclopedias because those are much more wholesome. Right. And they have like a whole chant. Yeah. Video game over. Video game over. Um, and th- they actually are on the news because they got every store in Kane County to stop to stop selling, selling video, video games. games. And so they're watching the news and his sister's there and his sister's like, I know you're sad here. You can have mm-hmm. the remote. Thanks. So then there's a little insert shot and his it's MPH and the daughter. She's like, wait, so you, that's not how you got this Nintendo? He's like, no. And they're like sitting in this massive blanket fort. She's like, it doesn't look like it's going to be very good for you to get. Um, like, I don't understand why you're telling me this part of the story. Cause obviously everything that you've told me so far does not involve you getting this Nintendo, <laughs> right. which was the point of the story. And he's like, yeah, but you know what? Just when you think all hope's lost, something magical happens. She's like, okay. He's like, so we were at the roller rink. A what? Yeah. Anyway. So it's the twins' birthday. Yeah. Because uh, not only are they twins and they have to share their birthday, but they have a Christmas birthday. So they get presents that they're supposed to share together that they're then supposed to count as their Christmas present, which is... The fucking worst. Mm -hmm. And I have to say, it would be. That would be, as a twin. As a twin, we, my sister and I got very few combo presents because. Right, right. Your, your boy, girl. Yeah. uh, So the interests were, were, were divested. Um, and when I was like younger, like I didn't get a boy cousin on the, my dad's side until I was much older. Mm -hmm. And by then it was like, you don't get them the same things like you know right, very right. clearly not um i mean there were some things like i remember i think we got like one of those indoor kind of climby slide things like for the two of us you know stuff like that where obviously we would use them but like anyway um but they get a pack of baseball cards mm-hmm. and someone does mention oh i got a chris sabo which i was like represent cincinnati mm-hmm. fantastic third base it, what he's the 89 reds man sure it's it is well the 90 91 reds is Mm -hmm. uh what where they go on to win the championships right but you know like 89 he was getting in place yes they're getting the team set up um farmer asks for the gum and like crunches it down and like shatters the molar like i don't (laughs) it's so it was the worst gum ever yeah it shatters like my kids will never understand that and then um Somebody's like, oh, what? That's a, there. there's a Billy Ripkin rookie mm-hmm. card. Who cares about Billy Ripkin? No, look. And it's the end of his bat. Yes. And the end of his bat has a curse word. Yeah. And it says, swear word face. And she's like, and it pops back to the daughter and MPH. She's like, S face? No. no. A face? No. no. <gasps> F face? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what? She's like aghast that this would happen. So there is a baseball card. This is true. That, that in real in real life. This is an absolute thing. And it was an error card in the first run, because mm-hmm. they do multiple printings, that got shipped out. There were a number of these cards that went out that had... Mm-hmm. That had the curse word on the bat. Yeah, it said fuck face. Yes. Um, on the on the no- bottom of the knob of the bat. 
Billy Ripken to this day swears he did not know it was there. I call bullshits on that, but yeah. whatever. Well, he says somebody, you know, they gave were, him a bat. They like, were Here, posing bat. for the photos, and somebody handed him a bat. One of his teammates, and he just held it up, right? And didn't look at the end of the bat because why would you, right? And and they were like, "Lol, lol, lol." Yeah, you know, everybody's snickering in the background. Oh, they'll they'll blur it out. It'll mm-hmm. be fine. And they didn't blur it out. They didn't catch it. Didn't now, catch in it. subsequent picture printings, they blur it out, or mm-hmm. they used a different pose, or whatever. But yeah, yeah, which made that card super rare and super valuable. It's worth ninety five dollars in nineteen eighty eight. Brand new card worth ninety five dollars. Yeah, it was like pretty much a record. Yeah. Um, and somebody's like, "You're a millionaire," but all right, they yes. got a plan. A hundred air. They're gonna sell this card for money. Right. They're gonna sell all their baseball cards. Yeah. They're going to all pool their baseball cards and sell them for money. They were they were Tammy and Teddy's mm-hmm. baseball cards, to yeah. be clear. I think everyone brought something. Something, maybe. Uh, but they're going to sell their cards. They're going to get that money together. They go on a field trip to Chicago and buy a Nintendo while they're there. Right, because they can't buy a Nintendo in their county they gotta because go to their Cook mom's county. all convinced all of Kane County not to sell Nintendos. They have to go to Cook County, which is the county Chicago is in. And while, and so Jake has this like elaborate, like 14 stage plan. He's trying to explain. He's like, this will be our Vietnam. And Tammy's like, I don't think that means what you think that means. Like, that's, <laughs> no, don't do that. That's not, that's a good thing. So the plan is they're going to do this, but as before the plan even starts, they've got a traffic keeper full of money mm-hmm. and Jagorski sees them and takes the money. Right. And so also there's a moment where Jake's about to get on the bus and the teacher's like, no boots, no field trip. Fine. So he has to put on his... His girl boots. boots. Uh, it's, it's, and there's a point where the MPH's daughter is like, what was the big deal about the boots? And he's like, they were purple. And she's like, so? And he's like, people in the 80s were much more close-minded about fashion. And actually everything. <laughs> Which I feel like that was MPH just kind of being like... Gotta square with that. Like, right, right. And actually, yeah, they were much more close-minded about fashion. And actually everything. So. um, So, the plan starts in motion. At the designated time, Jake's gotta go get his money back. But Olsen is mm-hmm. the the weird... No, he's another friend of theirs. He's a nerd kid. Nerd kid who's allergic to certain things. Yeah, he's super, super allergic to... um. Like spaghettios, right? So something, he, and something else, like but, like four or five things. But right. one of the things he's super allergic to is spaghettios. So he eats like two cans of spaghettios and starts projectile vomiting all over the well, teacher. That, that's the plan. That's the plan. That's it's like he, ha- he has to throw up, and then they stop the bus, and then they can escape out the back of the bus while uh, Olsen, Olsen is throwing up, right? And buy the console and sneak back onto the bus, and then. He feels better. He gets back on the bus, and right. they continue on the trip. That's so the plan. He's he's the plan to stop the bus, and he already ate his spaghettios. And they're like, "We only have like five minutes until Clock's it starts, starts throwing up." Like you have to get that money back from the bully. So he he just basically walks up to Jorgowski. He has he has an epiphany. He has an epiphany that the weird kid that he's hanging out with, who's like eating erasers, yeah, like. He yes, he's weird, but he's also a rebel. He doesn't give a fuck what anybody thinks. Like 
Yeah. I need I need more of that in my life. So he just walks up to Jugrowski and says, listen, you're not worth a hill of beans. You're all talk, no walk. You're going to give me that money back, and we're going to get out of here. And I'm going to do what I need to do. And somehow it works. Like he Right. Just, He's like, oh, okay, never mind. And at that moment, Olsen starts projectile vomiting all over the teacher. And then they get him out of the bus and stop the bus on the side so he can hurl. Which, right. Right. And they all they all sneak out the back. The back emergency. Just Jake. Just Jake. Some of the kids muffle the alarm so that mm-hmm. they can open the door because the bus driver and the teacher are out with the are kid. outside. Yeah. So they bolt out the back. Jake runs off, and they've got nine minutes. They have nine minutes to run into a mall, yeah. buy a video game console with just, like, a softball of cash. Yep. <laughs> and put it in a duffel During bag. a school day. On a school day. Put it in a duffel bag and run back. And, ca- and catch the bus. I can't express to you guys next- how much this actually seems like a plan that would have worked in the 80s. A, a very viable plan in 1988. <laughs> So, um, but the problem is, um, there's moms, mm-hmm. Mrs. Hodges, Mrs. Hodges, who's the twins mom, um, and Mrs. Keen, and Mrs. Keen, who's, who's the, Timmy's mom, yeah, the psychopath's mom, are protesting the video games, protesting game. video games, and they're like, we need to get her out of the way, what do we do, and this is where the, the, the liar kid's like, farmer, farmer, I got this. So he calls in an emergency for those two moms, please see a white courtesy phone. Mm-hmm. Pulls them away and pretends to be uh, the niece and nephews club. Right, right. They're based in Canada, <laughs> and they will send you a niece or nephew. Like we provide nieces and nephews, and like we don't have any. He's like exactly. That's why. Don't your kids deserve a cousin this holiday season? Aww. Like just keep them <laughs> on the phone for a few minutes so Jake can run in and do his transaction. Right. Um, and starts running back. He's got like thirty seconds before Connor's out of puke. Mm-hmm. He's almost there when he slips on the ice. He slips on the ice in front of a Santa. Which is a reference to what happened in the first scene with right. MPH slipping on the ice. And he the, goes, and the, again. Yeah, in the very first scene, he slips on the ice in front of Santa. And he was like, damn it, do you ever clean up this ice? Like, not again. And the Santa guy was like, I told him to salt it. Yep. So he slips on the ice, throws the Nintendo, which goes under Into the, the bus. Street. Into the street. Under the bus. Which gets crushed, and all the kids are just like, oh. First off, that was probably more money than any of those kids had ever seen in a pile in their lives. Right, right. It was like five kids all combining their And, and it's just destroyed. Stuff. Just nothing. Also, after the bus drives away, after it's been crushed, the bag mm-hmm. literally explodes. Which is not... <laughs> I, I feel it might be a little... I feel like it might not explode. Maybe embellishment there. But for some reason, Dave Cross is back... Right. He's there in Chicago selling black market toys to whoever's around. Yep. And he's like, oh, that's tough. Looks like you're not, it's tough not getting the thing you wanted for Christmas. And he's like, you could give me the, the Nintendo you had in your trunk that I saw when I bought the 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 dolls. He's like, yeah, no, I said you're not getting it for Christmas. Like, it's going to build some character or something. I don't know. Right. But it's not, it's not on me. Not on me. So, you know, he's like, this one time I wanted a Dave Cross tells the story about wanting a donkey for Christmas. Right, he's like, one time I wanted a donkey for Christmas. And I didn't get it either. And I was so obsessed with that, I didn't realize the thing that I had. What is the thing you had? A dog? Hamster? He's like, no, my family. Come on, kid. I'm trying to be, like, inspirational here. He's like, all right, here's the deal. I'm going to put you in a cab. You get to the art museum, side entrance. Just, like, wander around and tell them you're lost and looking for your school. Right, you'll get back up with your school. school. This never happened. This never happened. 
and he, he starts to get in the cab for the art museum and Jake's like, Can I pay it back? He's like, nah, at least you're not pretty good on that on that patch. <laughs> All right, whatever. So next morning is Christmas, because apparently they go to school until On Christmas, Christmas Day. Eve, yeah. Um they're opening presents, dad's videotaping, it's really great. It's a great eighties moment. Mm-hmm. Sister does get her cabbage back, loses her goddamn mind. Right, she's like, Thank you, I love you, I love everyone. Lots of love yous. Jake's like, I'm sorry it's not a redhead. She's like, No, it's fine, I love her, she's great. This is It's perfect. It's perfect. Um and dad's, you know, gets a sander and he's trying to like the mom and the kids are having a great moment about how much they love each other and how great Christmas is mm-hmm. and how good but, they are to be there. But Jake is pretty salty about like little, not getting what he wants. Also, dad is sanding and mom's like, seriously, honey, like we're having a moment. Can you like not Can you do is that it, literally but, any other time? But you got me a sander. It's my present too. No. Okay. But um, they... He, like, pulls the cord and it knocks over a box out of the corner. Right. They didn't even notice it. And it's, they're like, oh, there's one more box. And Jake's like, oh, my gosh. It's the exact size of Nintendo The box. exact size and shape of it's Nintendo. From your, is that from your brother Dave? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, or Dan? Yeah, yeah Uncle you're Dan. Yeah, like old, rich Uncle Dan, who you never he, see. He doesn't really live now? Japan. Like, He's like, that's where Nintendo's from. Oh, my gosh. This is going to be it. This is the moment. It's going to be awesome. Rips it open, and it's a light bright. It's a Japanese light bright. But With Japanese people on the box, which is just, fine. It's just a light bright, though. He's like, mm. And they're like, ooh, a light bright. That's pretty cool. Yeah. He's like, and he's yeah. like, yeah, it's great. It's great. It's like, I could just see myself. I'm going to be that guy that's like 30 years old and making Zeldas on his light bright up in the his bedroom. <laughs> but uh, they call around... Um, comparing notes, nobody mm-hmm. got a Nintendo. Nobody got Nintendo. Nobody's aware. Nobody got Nintendo in his friend group. So, Farmer said he got a Nintendo, but he also said he got a jetpack, so, you know. Right, not. probably not. And then, yeah, the daughter's like, wait, so who the fuck's Nintendo are we playing? And oh. he's like, oh, yeah. He's, he's like, okay, I'm, we're I'm, almost there. We're almost there, we're almost there. So, we're getting ready to go to Minnesota to be with his mom's family, grandma's mm-hmm. parents. And his dad's like, hey, before you go, I need to go pick up the poop. Make sure you get the stuff behind the shed this time. He's like, okay, fine. He goes out there. Right. And he's like, dad, I need you to turn on the lights. I can't see. And then his dad turns on the lights. And there's all these Christmas lights on this, like, totally awesome tree fort. It is really cool. It's really cool. And his dad and him had this whole conversation about, like... Tree forts and... Yeah, like, building things. And he's like, yeah, I can build things with trapdoors. I can, like... Like, we used to go out in the woods when we were age and, like, build tree forts. He's like, do they have, like, trap ladders? And... Yeah, and trapdoors. Oh, of course they had trapdoors. Right. And he's like, That's, that does sound cool. Yeah. Um, And he's like, oh, it has a trapdoor and a rope ladder. And, like... It's really cool. I mean, it's probably... It's a very cool It's probably, fort. like, 10 foot by 15 feet. Yeah, it's like a living room. It's like, yeah, it's a nice... I mean, it's got low roofs, but it's a kid's... It's got mm-hmm. a balcony. It's got a swing under it. It's right. It's really cool. It's, it's like a fully tree fort. And thing. he's like, so that's awesome. And dad kind of, you know, mom walks up and hands dad a cookie, which was a running gag that he was never allowed to eat the cookies because mm-hmm. they were always for somebody else. They're always for Christmas. And, um... Is not even videotaping it, and so the daughter's wait. 
oh, I get it. So the Nintendo was in the tree for it. He's like, oh, no, nah. I didn't get that that Christmas. Like, that Christmas, like, I, I ended up having to work a whole summer two years later at a mm-hmm. golf course to caddying for old people to get that Nintendo. Wait. So what was the point of this whole fucking story? <laughs> Uh, this is when I looked at you and I said, maybe the real Nintendo is the friends we made along the way. <laughs> maybe the real Nintendo is the friends we made along the way. Um, so his dad uh, was like, hey, you know, like, here, here's your treat for it. And the mom was like, your dad was up all night finishing this. Mm-hmm. Um, and the um, hockey sticks that his dad had him varnish, he he turned into the trap door. Right. And so he's like, why don't you carve your name on it? Like You, you did this part. You did this part. You carve your initials on it. You know, leave your mark like all good craftsmen. Yep. And so um, he's like, so she's like, oh, so that's when you started building stuff with your dad. He's like, yeah, that's that's when that started. That's when I, that was the first Christmas I was old enough to help yeah, to my build, dad build to build stuff. stuff with my dad. And so then they go in the house Right, the grandma comes back and is like, hey, hey come on in. What, like, are you guys, uh, what are you doing? And they're like, oh, we're just hanging out in the tree fort. And she's like, yeah, it's my favorite place at grandma and grandpa's. And he's like, it's my favorite place too. You know, like. And so they walk in. Uh, first off, Katie, who had the same boots as him in element, or in the story, right. is now his wife. Is now his wife. Uh, yeah, so there is like, they're like, oh yeah, and we had that those matching boots. Like, like you totally stole my, it's like, I would never Katie Serino. <laughs> like, yes. I would never. Katie formerly Serino. Yeah. Um, and as they're kind of like memori- you know, memorializing dad and talking mm-hmm. about building all the stuff, you look around and there's all these spots where there's J and J because his dad's. That, yeah, that's that's his initials. Yeah. Where he, they were put JJ on all mm-hmm. the, the things they built together. And he's like, yeah, like, there's still a lot of him around. And then it shows, like, the end of the table where, the, like, where his crappy a, an empty black chair. Oh, cup. yeah, and his crappy black house chair, his cup, and... Uh, an empty chair. An empty chair. And you're like, oh, and you're like, oh. he's gone. But he's, you know, and then the dog's like, do you think we could, like, borrow D- Grandpa's tools and work on the port a little bit tomorrow? He's yeah, yeah, I think, I think he'd, he'd like that. that. And then it like fades out, and you're like, oh, sad moment. Right, but also like sweet. Yeah, like bittersweet. Like it's it's good. So that's the movie. That's I mean more or less yeah yeah. Yeah, I mean it was more. I mean it took us like almost as much time to talk about the movie <laughs> as we actually watched the movie. It's like beat for beat. It's we we just really take all the meat off the bone here. Yeah. It was fine. Yeah, it was fine. I don't... Okay, so the problem with nostalgia is it only works for, like, a very narrow uh, touchstone. It either has to be so broad Mm -hmm. that it's the experience that we all had. Right. Or you have to be in in its laser beam. Right. And this one is weird because we both hit different laser beams. Right, right. Because the video game stuff does nothing for you. Right, I never played video games as a kid. It wasn't my thing. But that hit me really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Chicago The, the stuff, late 80s Chicago. You're like, oh my gosh, my brother well, had that hat. Possibly still has that hat. <laughs> well, and there was even things like... Uh, 
You're like, oh, my aunt might get one in Elmhurst, but she's in Cook County. And I was like, Elmhurst is in DuPage County. And then, like, one of the kids corrected him, like, Elmhurst is in DuPage County. It's like, how do you even know that? It's like, because I got a fucking, uh... Encyclopedia. Encyclopedia. You know? And then, like, the accents were spot on. They did like, really well. One of the kids sounds exactly like my very Chicago nephew. Like... Oh, yeah. Spot, spot, spot on. on. Uh, the old school jewel logos and, like, <laughs> paper bags and stuff. Like, right. I was like... They were on Etsy buying all of the old jewel shit. I was like, does that look right? She's like, that looks... Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, like... Yeah. yeah for, a, for a period uh, piece... Like, as a period piece. It hit you right. Uh, yeah, they did. Fine. Um, but yeah, like... It is... Like I said, it's trying really hard to be the the Christmas story. Which, if you watch with critical eyes, not a fantastic movie. Oh, no! It's, <laughs> it's not. It's not a fantastic movie. <laughs> it's fine, but it's not great. Yeah. But, um... Nah. So what do we learn from this movie? What did we learn? The real Nintendo is the friends we made along the way, obviously. The real Nintendo is the friends we made along the way. That's the real main story. Well, it's it's the same, uh, you know, failure friends and your family, and, like, that's the real important right. thing. Right, and we all need to be together, and yeah. that's all we ever need. Mm-hmm. But also, Nintendo is really fun. Yeah, it really is. It really defined a generation. Right, and it still holds up. Like, those games are still fun. Um, yeah, I mean, I play, one of my most played things on our Switch is the old school Nintendo games. Yeah, the oldest Zelda. Yeah, because I'll just pull it up and play for a few minutes, and then you can save the state and, like, leave it, and then pick it up and play it again. And it's fine. Like, it's really easy to do that. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I gotta beat Link to the Past, finally. I'm gonna do it. <gasps> Maybe that's what I'll you do. You finally to... beat Link no, to the I Past? No, I said I need to. <laughs> You've never beat Link to the Past before? I never had a Super Nintendo. Oh. Sing- single tier. So yeah. sad for you. I, I skipped from uh, NES to N64. Ooh. But, okay. Yeah. That's, that's how that worked. It happens sometimes. Yeah. Well, you know. It was, you know, so I bought the N64 myself. That was mm-hmm. my money. That okay. I, I went out and bought because I had, because like, and Nintendo was like elementary. Yes. Super Nintendo was like middle school where I couldn't get enough money together to buy it. Mm-hmm. And your parents weren't going to buy it for you? Nah. Uh, you already have a Nintendo. Because like, we already for? have a Nintendo. Like, yeah, but it's not. But they um, didn't understand that like uh, you just rent a gaming system for four years. That's why I buy PCs. And then it's garbage. Yeah. That's why, that's why I play PC gaming. You can just keep playing it. Right, but also you rent a PC for four years and then it's garbage. Well, I mean, you just upgrade a couple of the components. Sure. But I need new graphics cards. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Can you give me a 3080 for Christmas? Right, gaming is a scam, guys. Hard to disagree. And on that note... <laughs> Please pay responsibly. <laughs> Please pay responsibly.